Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde. And Chris Fuller. And on today's episode of Real Talk Christian, we're talking about how to share Jesus with those who don't know Jesus by evangelizing for the kingdom. You ready to do this, bro? Let's go. Oh, I was hoping we were going to catch you oh, whistling, bro. Sorry. I unmuted you when you started whistling, and then I pulled the music down, and you're like, what just happened? Wait, I was like, wait, oh, shoot, I forgot about the camera. <laughs> no, that was me just screwing with you. Oh, okay. That's really what it was. I thought I screwed up. Oh, no. I mean, at least you didn't forget what the title of the podcast was. Before you <laughs> Answering, the, it. it was your title, It was too. my title. It wasn't my episode, but Answer the Call of the Kingdom. Answering you got that from the, the Gettys. There's a song called Hear the Call of the Kingdom. Yeah. Of what that means, which is a really, really fascinating song. So last time I was talking about, you know, worshiping, well, beatless worship, worship without a beat. Beatless. But if you need some good worship music, the Gettys and Stuart Townsend, you get some Irish flavor. They're the ones who wrote In Christ Alone. In Christ Alone. So they're the ones who actually wrote that I could and performed hear it. that. I could hear it in an Irish voice. Yep. And like she, an Irish dialect. She, yeah, she has a really strong in Irish Christ accent. In Christ really Alone, cool. my hope is found. Sorry. And it sounds so cool yeah. when they do it, too. So either way, you want some good music, that's the way you do it. it but, you know, if you want some good T-shirts and face masks and neck gaiters and sweatshirts and sweaters and, and T-shirts tote and bags tote and, and long-sleeve shirts. And eventually, I think we're going to do like a baby T-shirt line. Panty packs. <laughs> we don't have... <laughs> Oh, phone case covers, though. Oh, bow. I don't know if anyone would buy one of those. I'm buying just one. Just get a sticker <laughs> and just smack it. Which, speaking of, if you want to get a sticker, sticker. all you got to do is leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Facebook Podcasts and then email Fa- us. Facebook Podcasts? I said Facebook. Whatever, dude. Facebook, on Facebook. Whatever. All these different places. <laughs> we'll send you a Boomer. sticker. <laughs> Sorry. I had to. <laughs> I just got boomered, guys. I'm, I'm not okay. Someone, someone, check up on your your millennial friends. We're, we're not the, okay. Hey, hello to the other side. No, <laughs> get out of here, Adele. Get out of here, Adele. Anywho, either way, dude. Yeah, so check us out. Leave us a review and uh, let us know. Email us your information, yeah. and we will send which, you a mini swag bag, which has buttons, stickers, business card. Possibly some coffee. Ooh. Like Ooh. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, no. Jazz, jazz, jazz hands. hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Goodness. It's, it's really gracious. late, and you can tell we're getting slap happy. Yep. So. This is going to be a fun episode. But either way, man, yes, we got the website where they can find all the links to everything. Include. Yeah. They could they DM could us there. They could right. get the, 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 the call and text message number. Yeah. Which nobody has done that. No one's texted us. No, nobody's texted us or called us. I'm starting to you know, worry. We, we, we know you guys are out there. Here's the deal. Okay. So we know we cross certain thresholds with our okay. download numbers, but I got a thing. We don't know if everybody's who we don't know who's all I got a thing. All right. Okay. It's getting, it's cold outside now. Oh, and okay. so, uh, you know, your neck's a little cold let's uh let's do this the first three what's happening right the now? first what is, what's happening right the now? first three people who call us and leave a message will get a neck gator first three that's that's i'm throwing it out there. that's first that's three. happening first three that call us 
Where we getting this money? People, people maybe should, you know, it's, ooh, maybe they should monthly support us as a ministry, Real Talk Christian maybe. Podcast uh, Ministries. I'm just saying. Uh, just saying. But anyways, no, the first three people that call us get a uh, get a neck gator. You that's, heard it here, uh, folks. That's a, that's you heard eight, it here. That's an $18 value sent to you. Plus shipping. $18 plus, plus shipping. shipping. Right. I, I didn't know this was coming. I'm, it, I, if you I didn't see know my it. face, I'm like, what is, like, legit, I, what is happening I didn't know it was right coming now? either, but I think it sounds like a good thing because well, I want people to At first, I, to you're get like, it's phone. getting cold, and I'm like, buddy, don't give away North Faces. Just We can't no. afford North Faces. <laughs> like, don't do it. We can't afford <laughs> giving away, RT, which would be dope, some RTC North Faces. That'd be legit, but... They can buy those. Yeah, we all <laughs> can figure that crap out. But but yeah, the uh, in, in your message, go ahead and uh, give us your information and tell us what color you want. You should probably go check out the shop so you know which colors there are. Real talk, real talk, dot com, and then just go there. The score button. Yep. <laughs> just go shop. So shop. figure out which color you want. First three colors. Uh, we're gonna run this wow. until okay. Oh, you're putting a date on it too, we're, boss. We're gonna run this until let's say Do we just see what th- happens. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. I think I think so. Right, because I'm I'm looking at the dates right now. I'm trying this, to think of when this one's this gonna release. Episode is set to release. It should be today, November nineteenth. Yeah, so it gives us like a what a week, week till Thanksgiving, two weeks. Uh, that's October. One week, one week one before week. Thanksgiving. So you got till Thanksgiving. First three callers. If we only have one caller, it's only one neck gator. So what happens if they call on Thanksgiving? It's closed. Oh, so they have to do it the before, day before before Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is for families. Thanksgiving, but we you should be Wednesday. You should be listening to our podcast, our Thanksgiving special. And then spending time with your family. You can do the podcast listen while you're getting ready for Dude, food. I love how we just randomly give away crap. Like Dude, that's the, the best part about mask, this show. Though, like that, I didn't tell you we were no, doing that. Right, and right, that was I so didn't random. know about the net gator. Shoot, should we? We talked. We, we, we talked do about a t-shirt too here soon. We, well, we talked about the Christmas. Yeah, giveaway. last week we talked about the Christmas so, giveaways. We got to figure what that's going to be. And still. so, yeah, we'll figure that one out for Christmas. That gives us a month to kind of recover from the. Money I just spent for the net gators. <laughs> by the way, uh, we're not supported by anyway anybody. All the stuff that you guys get for free, the giveaways that comes from our pockets. So we love you. Um, that's just a little and thank a, you for you. for listening. Yeah, yeah. And, and sharing help. and doing yeah. all stuff. So yeah, first three people to call, man. Net gator, let us know your color. One more order of business before we get into the conversation. Let's do it. Um, so. Our intro. Wait, is this is this confessions of? Yeah, this is confessions okay. of RTC. So on the intro, we say where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. Yeah, we're not drinking coffee tonight, guys. I got apple juice because <laughs> it's past bedtime. It's, but we were drinking Dancing Crane earlier. Yep, yep. And before that, I was working at Panera. I got my I I do the coffee subscription because I forgot wait, to cancel it. Wait, he was working there. He was not working. Oh no! (laughs) People are like, man, I thought he was working at Starbucks. Now he's working at Panera. (laughs) No, he's working. He's working. Coffee subscription. I forgot to cancel it when it was. I mean, I didn't forget. I didn't forget. I wanted it, and then I said to cancel it. They're like, cool. You have it. They give you a month after you cancel. So I don't think I paid for you. I got a check still. But through through the end of October, I get free coffee at Panera through the end of October. So right now, I'm I'm done, which means I go back to Starbucks. So you just said October, Uh, November, November. Yeah, end of October. This is this is October now that we're recording. But right. when you're hearing this, this is November, the week before Thanksgiving. Yep, and the whole world probably already burnt down by here because who knows what happened in the election. This is pre-election. It's pre-election, bro. I'm going to make a prediction. Oh, buddy. Somebody's going to be president. 
Sorry. What the crap was that? It was what, my prediction. What kind of prediction? I'm not claiming to be a prophet. Oh, somebody's going to be president. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a prophet. So. You're not a prophet, but someone's going to be. So, what happens somebody, if don't? Somebody's going to be here. Trust me. Oh, goodness. They're going to get somebody in there. We're going to get somebody. And who knows what? <laughs> I'm For shut. all I know, I'm it could be Nancy Pelosi shut. right now, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't talk politics. Or religion. But I don't like her. He's like, there's just something scary about her. It's nothing about her eyes and the way she looks. Same they way, look sunken in, don't they? And then there's Kenneth Copeland, who looks like his eyes are bulging out of his face. <laughs> Those two health, are wealth, prosperity, a match made in oh. hell. <laughs> Sorry, I wish I had sound effects ready, but I'm, I totally don't. I'm supposed to be speaking. So now that we're speaking in love, should we anyways. talk about how to tell people about Jesus? <laughs> Because you know the uh, kingdom. Maybe we maybe we should just stop here yeah, and be like, knows? all right, we're gonna save oh. this, this conversation for later. We'll See just you next week, guys. we're just gonna sit here and just Until talk time, about just uh, whatever now. So, but you know, we no. talk about the fact of we're kingdom citizens, we're yeah. ambassadors, we're supposed to represent Jesus, tell people about Jesus. But you know, some people have reached out to us and said, I don't know how to talk to my friends. About yeah, Jesus. this that's actually where this came from. Is right. another from listener you review. Listeners. Yeah. We're trying to hit more of the topics that listeners, you listeners, want to hear. So. Let us know what you want to For talk sure. about. But uh, yeah, man, I, I D.T. Niles. I'd never heard of him. I don't know who this guy is. I had never heard of him, but I came across this quote, and I was like, man. On, that's, on the internet, so we know it's real. <laughs> it's, duh. Even if it's not real, it's still a good quote. Uh, it's an amazing quote, and he said, evangelism is just one beggar telling another where to find bread. <laughs> I'm like, dang, that's good. I like, like that one. I don't even know if i agree with this guy or who he is but that's good like if that's not what evangelism is then i don't know what is but yeah it's just it's one person who's been saved by grace through faith not of ourselves you ready for this what's up he was born in 1908 and died in 1970 he was a that's why i haven't heard of him chilenese chilenese i don't he's looking him up on wikipedia right now (laughs) <laughs> oh, from uh, from uh, Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka? Yeah, he's, he's from Sri Lanka. I, can't, I can never say that word. Sri Lanka? It's another word I can't say. Mark it down, folks. Did he make it through the sixth grade? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say sixth grade. I say sixth graders. He can say sixth. He can say th- He can't say sixth. Nope, sixth graders. I can say ask now. <laughs> Very I got close, in trouble. Though. I got in trouble a couple of times. We're like, did you cuss? No, I just don't enunciate well. Okay, speech therapy did not do good for me. And I'm, <laughs> he's still hooked on Pahonics, Okay, <laughs> I can't say speech therapy now because he's got Brian daddy Regan. jeans. But yep, I actually Brian watched some Regan. Brian Regan last night. Fun fact. But either way, dude. Anyway, so, so yeah. DT Niles dropped the quote. Say the quote yeah. again because I threw it. I threw <laughs> off the bus. Yes, you did. Evangelism is just one beggar telling another where to find bread. So why is the question? Why should we share Jesus with unbelievers? We know we're supposed to, but why? What's the purpose of it? Like, right? Because we hear in the Great Commission, Jesus says, "Go out in all the world and preach the gospel." That's we, that's, yeah. that's we've that, coined it the Great Commission. The Great we, that's what we yeah. But it's not. You'll never find in the Bible that's called the Great Commission. That's, nope. just, that's Christianese for you. But we are told to go out, and well, the disciples of the time were told to go out. Right, and then um, we pick up the mantle and then we, and we answer the call. We're, we're like, oh, we get the cue. Hear the call <laughs> of the kingdom. Yeah, so so why? Uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21 says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. 
For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Did you catch all that? That's a power. What translation is this? That was powerful. Uh, that was the NASPA. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, I don't recognize. I was like, mm, I know some of these words. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> no, it was uh, the NASB. The, the NASB. That was the only NASB verse. The rest of them are going to be ESV because mm, I like cool. ESV too. Yeah, so. that was just cool. It's like, we, so we are Christ ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We it's speak, not, we we speak, speak on Christ behalf of, when of, we plead, come back to God. And it's like exclamation point. Pow. Right. It's like turn. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was really cool. So that's why we should share Jesus with unbelievers. Right. And even the Apostle Paul, when he go to 1 Corinthians, which, fun fact, that's actually not the first letter he wrote to Corinthians. No. But it's the first one we have. It's, so it's what it is. But he's talked about, I, I wanted to know, I wanted you to know nothing except Christ crucified. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's all I want you guys to know. He goes, I'm, I can't speak. I, I, f- I feel the Apostle Paul because he's like, I came to you with, well, actually not the trembling and I just can't say certain words, but like, he's like, I came to you in fear and stuttering. I wasn't a spokesman. Apollos, the broken, that broken speak. But he's like, I came to you with meekness and humbleness, but it's so that way Christ could be, Christ could be seen. Right. And he's like, all I want you to know is, is to know the sacrifice that Jesus made. And then Paul's like, Hey, this is what I wanted to do. Your turn. Right. Like <laughs> your turn. <laughs> all right. So it's like, why should so we? It's the fact of as, kingdom citizens as ambassadors, as, ambassadors right? as we talked about you know in the world of the world type conversation as, we're sent we're, we're sent we're sent into the world as god sent christ so christ has sent us yeah and like i'm, I'm sitting here listening and i'm like i'm i'm, I'm stepping into the, the the ears of our peoples again and i can hear some people go okay cool so god or jesus tells us to go tell people he gives us why but um um not sure how to share jesus like, how do I do that? Yeah, like, what well, are some ways? What that- are some ways? But also, like, I'm scared. Like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm, scared. I'm scared. I don't know what to do. I'm like, scared. Like, what if they're going to reject me? What if they don't like right. what I have to say? All these all these different questions that we have. So, wh- I, I, I guess, yeah, some, like, that's the thing I'm thinking of. It's like, I know I'm supposed to, but I don't know how. Like, how right. do I do it? Um, I say there's, there, there's a couple different things that I have for thoughts. Um, some little di- some some dino nuggies. Some, some, <laughs> di- 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 some, some little Sam's dino Club. nuggies. You like that? Sam's, cl- Sam's Club. Yeah. All the, uh, yeah. One, there's no secret formula. I mean, there's no formula to like sharing your faith with somebody. Right. It's not like, okay, step one, you go up to the person. Step two, you wave your hand. But step I feel like three, you say hello. That way, you know, like here's the three steps of evangelism or share Christ without fear, the three circles or the Romans road or, you know. <sighs> they try to, but. But they're trying to make it easier on us to, they're to tr- understand they're, what we're There's a say, difference between saying. having scriptures to back up what you're saying. Right. And having a formula. I right. think they were trying to give us there's scriptures methods. to help us. Yeah, some methods. But. There's not a secret formula that's like, okay, this oh, no. is this is a way to keep you from being scared. This is a way to not be rejected. This is there's no secret formula to that. Right. Um, because we don't know. And that brings me to my second point is yep. that we should know what the Bible says. Mm, okay. Um, we need to share why we need saving, why Jesus came, and how one can come to know him too. So give them like, hey, 
this is what the standard is. This is God's standard. This is why we need a savior. And, um, here's how I came to know it. Maybe share your own testimony and then like share with them. Hey, this is how you can do it too. It's a free gift. <laughs> and if you don't know the Bible, we talked about that in one of the podcasts of how do we study the Bible? You know, yeah. we talked about that, that was a while back ago. in, was that episode 60? Mm, yeah, 60. How yes. should we study the Bible? Yeah. So then go back, listen to that one. We talk, how do you study the Bible? So right. that way you can know the Bible so you right. can know Jesus. Right. Um, number three, I would say, realize that we ourselves do not save. Oh, we, we okay. don't save. All let's, we are is the mouthpiece of God. So let's park there for a second, you know? So like, yeah, park it in. You know, <laughs> there's so many times where so many churches yeah. that I've heard talk about this whole idea of soul winning. Got to go so, Got to go out, you got to go soul winning. You mm-hmm. know, my dad grew up in the Hiles, you know, First Baptist Hammond, Hiles Anderson movement, where if they didn't win X amount of souls, like they were being good Christians, or if they had not got enough well, doors, it's like Mormons. Mormons are the same way. Like they have to serve two years as missionaries, as what they call elders, right? Which is, well, they're, they're Mormon missionaries. They're, like yeah, they stop. Right. They stop their college career to go two years somewhere in America that's not close to home. Right. Yeah. They get sent off by their church to somewhere. Yeah. That's not close to home, so they have no contact with the familiar. Right. Uh, they have to raise ten thousand dollars. And I got all this. Oh, I didn't know that part. So I watched a video today on it. That's how I know. Oh, did you? <laughs> what video was that? It's uh, It was this Christian guy, and he's like, hey, I just kind of want to know about your Mormon faith. Was that the one sitting on the park bench? Yes. Yep. I haven't seen that. that one, I saw that one a while ago. Yeah, it's been so, a while. So he's like, they had to raise like $10,000 and all that stuff. And it's like, man, I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know that they got sent away from where they lived. That's like, where I got that information see, from that same video. Yep. <laughs> yep. So it was interesting, you know, them sharing kind of some background information. Um, we'll add that video to show notes. How about that? We'll add a link yeah. to the YouTube I think, video for that one. I might have, no, I don't have it in YouTube anymore because I showed you that music video. it. <laughs> Here's my show note. Video of dude sitting on bench park, talking park, to Mormons. Yeah, park bench and Mormons. I know which video it is. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. So, um, yeah, the, yeah the, soul, the soul winning thing, the you got to go win souls for the Lord. Um, you have to go evangelize for the, you know, you have to do it and you have to save. It's uh, not exactly biblical. Which there's a lot of freedom in that. The fact of, you know, if if someone rejects the gospel presentation, they're not rejecting you because you didn't fail. Our job isn't to save anybody. Our job is to just present our, the gospel. Our, we, yeah, and we just share the, Holy the, job we share the gospel and then that's all we do. Which honestly, like, it, I wish it was as simple as just knowing, oh, well, they don't reject me. They're just going to, they're not rejecting me. They're just rejecting God. But for me as a people person, I still feel rejected. Yeah. You know, like, it's, well, I, and feel, I still get hurt by That's it. my fourth point is don't be discouraged when you are rejected because nobody likes being rejected, but we all know that at some point it's going to happen. It's almost like we did that on purpose, it's but we almost, didn't. Yeah, you, I didn't. He doesn't read the show notes when I read them, although I don't read his either, so. Because it's conversation. <laughs> exactly. Conversation. But, uh, yeah, it, that, that it's don't be discouraged because you will be rejected. Mm. Christ says they hated me, and so also they're going to hate you. Right. So we know it's coming, which I still don't. I mean, I still don't like it. Well, no, That's terrifying. Who, who you know, what I, mean? I don't think Jesus likes it. God doesn't like being rejected either. But right. he still I mean, is. even Jesus in the garden prayed. You know, like, um, I God, I don't want to do this. Right? Like, can you pass? If there's any way, right? Make, make this cut pass, but not my will, but your will. Right. So, which is the sovereignty. So of God. Jesus feels us. Jesus feels it. Yeah, he went through everything that we experienced, but yep. uh, he was the what the stone the builders rejected. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 
I mean, this is the whole reason why we're in the, the age of the stone. This is the, why we're in the church age, the age of the Gentiles, because he came unto his own and his, his own, own knew him not or did not, not accept him. him yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. That King one. Jimmy. So, um, you have to remember that they're going to reject you. We, that people that live in sin, um, it's not for us to try to get them saved. It's for God to do the saving. All we do is share the gospel. So don't be discouraged. If they reject you, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting God. And they have to deal with God on the day of judgment with that. Right. And also, uh, don't go into it thinking you're going to see the harvest. Oh, I got thoughts on this one. Oh, we're going to I got here. thoughts on this one. Some, t- some of us are just seed planters. That's all we are. We don't ever get to see the harvest. Right. Some of us get to see the harvest. Some of us just get to water the plant. We don't know what our calling is, and we don't know those who will, depending on if you're Calvinist or Arminius, we don't know if we're going to, if you're Calvinist, if they're the elect, or if you're Arminius, if they're going to choose God. But either way, either the call way, doesn't change. We don't know. The right. call doesn't change. Right, and it's not for us to know. Correct. So all we're supposed to do is share right. and move on. And, you know, the, the one thought is, is, you know, Jesus says the, the field is ripe for harvest, but the laborers are few. Mm-hmm. But then you also see, like, you're right. Like, you know, you got the Apostle Paul where he's like, some... Some watered, or some planted, some watered, and some like cultivated, or right, whatever. Right. And it's the fact of, yeah, we all have different ministries. Even you know, going again, go back to First Corinthians. You can tell what I've been reading in my quiet time. Is First Corinthians is <laughs> I'm in Matthew genealogy, so <laughs> which but, is but, interesting. But even Paul was like, you know, um, he actually said, you know, thank God I didn't baptize any of you because they were trying to fall into camps rather than following just Jesus. Right. But he said, you know. That's not my ministry. Like my role isn't to help. I mean, his role was to help grow people in the faith. But you know, right. he sent Timothy. He sent other people. His job was to keep walking around playing in churches. Like that was right. what Paul was called to. So obviously, we're called to different things. Paul was a starter, but was he a grower and a cultivator? I mean, to, to what extent? I don't know. We don't. We don't right. exactly know. Right. But we have some people. Who well, have the we, gift of evangelists. We, we know he he was he had disciples. Ministries. I mean, we right, had yeah. Timoth- Timothy, Timothy and I mean, Titus. So, Titus. Right. And so we know he did discipleship, which is a different aspect of the seed planting. You're right. not just seed planting; you're also discipling. Right. Um, but as far as unbelievers go, we don't know who's going to accept or who's mm-hmm. elect, depending on which camp you fall in. Right. But. Um, that doesn't change the fact that we're supposed to out of love because we're supposed to love our neighbor as ourselves. Right. That we're supposed to go and preach the good news to them. Because why, if we're supposed to love and if we truly love, would we want somebody to be in eternal damnation for eternity? Right. So and but but where I want to park for a second is park you it. know, I don't know if this was an I mean, I'm I'm just gonna call it um, I don't know if this is a Southside thing or if some people inside of Southside coined this terminology, but people used to talk about, oh, we're going to go harvesting. I'm going to go harvesting. And it's like, what are you talking about? They're like, oh, and, and I remember like some of my teams was like, oh, you know, I was out harvesting all these different things. And right. I'm like, well, first off, let's back this up because you don't go out and win anybody. Uh, it's the same idea of soul winning. I like the idea of witnessing. I call it the Superman complex. Right, right. And which is something that I struggle with right. in a different different way. Yeah, I, I've struggled we'll with it We'll have a savior too. complex. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we talk about, oh, I'm going to go out harvesting, which in reality, we're not called to harvest. We're called to witness. We're called we're to called, provide testimony. Because who separates the wheats from the tares? Jesus does. Jesus does. That ain't for us separates to Separates the goats from the sheep. Right. Like, we don't separate nobody. Right. Our job is just to go tell, and then Jesus will separate from that. Because and, you can look on the outside 
like you're the best Christian in the world. On the inside, you could be dead. You're a whitewashed tomb. Right. That's what Jesus says. So we don't know men's hearts. We don't know if I could be witnessing to somebody, and they could accept Jesus, just not with me there. So it's not for us to know. It's mm-hmm. just for us to tell. So so going back to the list that you just read, the five things, I got something I want to add. You know, there's no secret, there's no secret sauce. There's no secret formula. Uh, it's just just be genuine. Be yourself. Yeah, that was, Share your story. That was number one. That was point one. Um, know what the Bible actually says, which we'll get into here in a second. Um, realize that it's not us who saves, and don't be discouraged if we're rejected because they're not rejecting us, they're rejecting Jesus, and don't go thinking that you actually will guarantee win all these different people. But I right. think that's your mindset of going forward of when I talk to someone about Jesus, I think that's a lot to do with mindset, not so much how. Everybody wants to be like, oh, man, I want this person, him to Lord, I want him this to Lord, I want him got to Lord, saved. I want yeah, him to Lord, but you don't win nobody. Right. Double negative, exactly. I know, but forgive and me. And I can tell you this, that if that's the mindset you have going in and that's the heart you have going in, you're doing it wrong. Right. And if you go back an episode, we talk about living your life as a life of worship. If right. you're living a certain way, people you'll have opportunities to share. Right. And be willing Definitely. and be prepared to share. And sometimes you share not just with your mouth, but with your actions. Right. Now you have to be ready to open your mouth. Oh, definitely. You have, but, to, you have to be ready to give an account. So the one thing that I've always done, and maybe this is too early in the podcast, I don't know. But um, oh, when we were talking about this with the teenagers, and I, I looked at the notes ahead a little bit. Okay. Um, but not the fun fact. I still don't know the fun fact yet. I didn't cheat this time. Um, <laughs> something that Jesus always did is Jesus always asked more questions than he talked. He right. always, always, always asked. So for me, I've always done this. I People don't always realize this, but I Socrates method the snot out of people all mm-hmm. the time where I just I ask questions to help someone else figure out what the correct path is and it's called the Socrates method and that's not biblical it's just that's where supposedly we get this line of questioning but Jesus did it too um there's so many times where did he he has a lot of questions <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, I like that. But you know, I think one of the biggest things that we can do is after we have this mindset, it's like, okay, so what do I do? Do I go stand on a street corner with a microphone and a little like speaker at my hip? Well, you can. I mean, no one's stopping you. It's free country right now. Like, you don't. No one can stop well, you maybe from doing it. That's we what don't I know. Right now, um, it's a free country. So yeah, you could do that if you want. How much fruit is that going to have? I don't know. I like Jeff Durbin who walks around. Jeff Durbin does that. But he doesn't he doesn't stand on a corner and preach. He, he has. just talks with people. No, he has. Oh, has he? Oh yeah. Oh, I haven't seen his Oh, soapbox, there's though. lots of videos of that. Oh goodness. But I know he just walks around and just talks with people. Yeah, but you look at like Todd Friel, Ray Comfort, they do it too. Right. Uh, but a lot of them, what I like what they do though, is they take questions. Right. Like Todd Friel will stand up. I love how Todd Friel does it. Or <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's like got, he's got a mic out there. And it's like anybody can come up in the mic. It's and talk. a more polite version of louder with Crowder. Yeah, like at, like change my mind type thing, right. where people walk up to a mic, ask questions, and then Todd Freer will give an answer. I I think those are super super cool. Right. But he's not over there. Are the you're a dirty rotten sinner and you're gonna go to hell if you don't repent from your sins? People going well, a there ain't no God. B there ain't no hell. B like C there's no sins. D go home. Like you're crazy lunatic. Like, but, but you know, I think the biggest way, and this is kind of my little nugget, is. If you ask other people more questions and you show interest in their life, the more they're going to be interested in your own. And that's more of just something I've always done is the more yeah. I talk to someone about it, they open up. because It's not just like sit down and it's like, so I'm going to talk to you about Jesus because they'll until they just go. Sometimes. Sometimes. So, and you got to be ready to do it. Sometimes you get yeah. the spirit leading. You got to feel right. what the spirit's actually leading to do. And it's sometimes like I've been probed to just, just drop it. Right. But a lot of times it's I'm looking for ways in a conversation to interject my faith. It's, um, it's about relationships exactly. a, lot, a lot of times. And that's what it's, I mean, a lot of times that's what it's about. But it's not always about that because right. Jesus didn't always have relationships when he preached. 
Well, I mean, the, the people that needed to get smacked upside the head. But with the sinners, he dined with sinners. He did. And he did. He had but, a relationship. But we look at his teaching on the Mount of Olives with the 5,000 men, which they're assuming is probably closer to 10,000 when you right. had the women and children. I mean, he wouldn't have a personal relationship with all them people. But then there's some still, people who believe he was just talking to his disciples, and there's a bunch of other people that got to listen in it, on that too. That's true. Yeah, but how is 10,000, or we'll say just 5,000 men, have you seen 5,000 people? And he, if he's just talking to his disciples, they're not all going to overhear it. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, he had to be like, using a big voice. Hey, you disciples, make sure you listen as I yell. Like, yeah. yeah. He, he, like would, he, would, he would put on what Bluey, I don't know if you know the show Bluey. Is he plus? I know Bluey. But if, what Bluey calls the big girl bark. He the put, big girl he bark. He put on the big boy bark. <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm like, better get your pronouns there, right, no, boss? No, no, no. I'm just, yeah. But no, I'm, I'm just saying my, my little nugget is, yeah, just ask a lot of questions. Yeah, there's nothing probe, wrong with that. And, yeah. if, if, and that takes away a lot of and the fear. And that's, bring Jesus and that's what I'm saying. So that's something that works for you. It's not a special formula. It's not like this is how you have to do this. This is, hey, Mark's going, um, this is how I've done it. I, I look for this. I try to build a relationship, and then I try to... No, I mean, I have a go-to method that I use. It's not a method. It's more the fact of I use the three circles principles, which is God's creation, we destroyed it, and then through Jesus, we can then like recover and pursue the original creation. Right, but, but people but can tell I when don't, you're. I don't do that. I just. But people talk can about tell it. when you're disgenuine, just like we were just talking about right, with relationship. Yep. When it, you're it just, just when you're just off. yeah, when you're just going down the list, they can be like, he doesn't really care. He's just trying to earn a tick mark in his box. And right. I ain't make sure you hit all the spots. But yeah, people are messy. Relationships are messy. Right. Conversations aren't always clean. And that's the thing. It's about it's about relationships with people having right. co- those conversations and loving the person enough to tell them. To. And, yeah, and not and not coming down on the person, but actually loving yeah not and they could tell if you're actually lo- i can tell if mark actually loves me or if he's just being a fake love and if you're a fake love i'm probably ain't gonna listen to you right like people can read a book yeah so yeah but but no let's jump into what the bible actually has to say though about what's the just, bible say i wish Sorry. there was like a blues clue song that we had for that or it's like you know instead of like the mail song or i guess now the email song but like what does the bible say like, i don't know a little jingle what does the bible say I don't know. I just think it'd be funny. Paul Lindgren, write us a Bible. What's the Bible say, Jingle? <laughs> What's in the Bible? What's in the Bible? All right. What uh, we got, boss? So, you know, we kind of talked about some things, and you talked about the three circles, which kind of ties into this. So there is a certain... And by the way, I'll, I'll put a link to the three circles in the show notes. Yeah. So there are certain things that we need to kind of look at to help people understand. So you can't just go in and be like, you're a sinner going to hell. And you need Jesus. Even though that's like, truth. You can't. Yeah, it's truth. But they're going to be like, what makes you think I'm a sinner? I'm a good person. Right. How many and times did you, have, have, have you heard that? Or I've even heard, well, there's no God anyways. So. Right. Right. Exactly. And so it's like, well, even you have there, a different starting point. But even if there was, I'm still a good person. I'm, right. I, you know, I, I don't, I haven't been to jail. You know, I don't hurt nobody. I'm a good person. Right. And, you know, we even talk about like, I think it's, it's again, just reading the room in, in, in the culture where we're at, like Billy Graham was able to speak as bold and quickly as he did because people at least had a Bible background, whereas today people well, have no Bible Well, not only did they have a know? Bible ba- background, but I believe that God had their, their hearts and ears ready to oh, listen. Oh, sure. So, yep. Um, but, so, you know, first of all, you know, they need to understand we've all sinned, and Romans 3.23 is a Classic. pretty yeah. pretty easy uh, verse to memorize that it says, for we have all sinned and fallen short. Yeah, like the, the playing field is even. Like, we're like, all... We're I all, am no better... If we're looking at sin, okay, so no sin is greater than the other, right. except for the uh, blaspheming of the Holy Spirit, which there is no forgiveness which for. Which we did an episode on that one. Yeah. But uh, 
there's no sin greater than the other. So if you look at it from that standpoint, and this is kind of an extreme, so uh, people are going to be like, I can't believe you just said that. But there's no difference between me and Hitler if you're looking at sin. My sin is just as great as Hitler's. Mm-hmm. Now, his sin was unrepentive in the end, at least as far as we know. Uh, I've repented of my sin. But had he repented, uh, I think God would have accepted him into the family just like he's accepted me. That's just from what I see in scripture, that's what I see. So we have to realize and help them understand that we've all sinned. And the best way to do this is by setting a standard. And this is something way of the master, Todd Friel, Ray Comfort, and Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron, yeah. They all mm-hmm. have that ministry uh, way of the master, which is fascinating. I don't agree with everything, but it's fascinating to listen to. And I've listened to it for a lot of years. Um, Wretched radio. Wretched radio. <laughs> Todd, Todd Friel. Um but uh, they use the Ten Commandments, and they're like, hey, let's just use some of the easy ones, like don't commit adultery. They're like, yeah, I've never had an affair. Well, let's, let's do take Jesus' aspect on that, though. Like, if we're setting standards here, so God's standard is, have you ever lusted after somebody? Like, you looked at him and like, dang, you look good today. Like, boy, dude, if you're a girl, man, you look so hot today in your muscles. Or if you're a dude, dang, look at this girl. Juicy <laughs> arms. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Juicy arms. So, <laughs> so most people be like, uh, okay. And then even if they say no, well, then, okay. Have you ever lied? <laughs> ever lied in your life? Uh, oh, no. Well, you just lied yeah, now. We go. know. Well, what about stolen? Even if it doesn't matter the amount, even if it would just cost half a penny, did you or ever take cookie. anything? Or a cookie you or anything. one on grandma's cookies. Anything. And it's like, okay, those are, that's just three out of the 10 of the 10 commandments. That's not even the 614 laws that we've broken. Right. Right. So that's just it's a it's a way of helping them understand that look, if we're looking at a standard, God's standard, we got to look at God's standard. Right. If we're going to look at a standard, because if we're looking at each other's standard, you can say to me, "Well, I'm being true to myself, and my standard is what I live by." Okay, and like Kent Hovind would say, um, that I'm going to live by my standard, and my standard is in five minutes I'm going to shoot you in the head, because that's okay with my standard. Right. So it's like, so where is the fine line? Where's right. the hard the baseline line? of morality. Yeah. Right. And so we got the baseline all comes from God's. And morality. there are sometimes people like there's um their story. We recorded it for Easter a couple of years ago. Um, Stackman family. I know that some people already are at this point where they're like, yeah, I've messed up. Like, I know I'm a sinner. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people already know it. Sometimes and they're, and they're guilty. <laughs> and they're like, I'm, I'm looking for that answer. Right. Looking, where some people are like, I'm just living their life yeah. clueless. So so it's important to, to get that baseline going of that we've all sinned. Right, and this okay. is the gospel right here. Right. So after that, what's next? Okay, well, you need to um, help them understand that we cannot uphold the law. This goes back into understanding. Go back to right what we're saying, yeah. So uh, Romans 3, 19 and 20 says, Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be stopped. And the whole world may be held accountable to God, for by works of the law no human being will be justified in his sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. So we don't know about sin except through the law of God. Right. But since we all know that base morality. Same as American laws. You can't be tried if there's no laws. Yeah, there's but yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. For God, you can't be tried if there's no law. But there, there is, is a, law. a law. So we're gonna get tried. Right. Yep. Um so then after we establish that, we, we need to see that, okay, we needed the perfect sacrifice for sin. Sacrifice was that God required, uh, I'm sorry, sacrifice was what God required in order to cover the sins. Jesus came as the ultimate sacrifice to cleanse our sins. John three sixteen, 
very Classic. again i'm trying to give all the easier um scriptures to help you remember but it's for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life yep um that's king jimmy I don't we talked know. about that with um the what is undeserved grace right um but, the, 63. but there's also um second corinthians 5 15 and it said it and he died for all for all that those who live might no longer live for themselves but for him who for their sake died and was raised so God sent a a perfect sacrifice to cleanse us of our sins. And, right. and the best thing is, is what does he require in return? So he sent his only son to die for us. And, and so what, what... You would think some sort of servitude. Some, you got to repay the sort, debt. Yeah, you know? some sort of payment, right? No, grace is a gift from God. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing. It is a gift of God not a result of works, so that no one may boast. So it's a free gift. We don't even have to earn it. We don't have to go out and knock on doors for two years like the Mormons. I don't, well, I, well, I don't deserve it. I can earn it, but you give yourself away. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, um, reckless love of God. I don't agree with that. It's not a theological not sound. Nope. <laughs> God is not reckless. Sorry. Nope. He's not reckless. Nope. Um, so how do we get the free gift, Mark? Well... You know, uh, b- before I read the Bible verse, you know, okay. this is kind of interesting. I remember there was an illustration when I was a kid, and it was at this, the the second time I saw it coming, and I just didn't get up on the stage fast enough. But the first time I ever saw it was someone was like, hey, I got a teddy bear right here. It's a free gift for anybody who wants to come up and get it. And we all were just sitting there like, what's going on? And What's the catch? And actually, here you go. So David Klosik, I don't know if you remember him. He led worship at our church a couple times. He was a dude who like looked yes, like legit I, yep, hipster yep, type yep, guy. Yep, yep. So um, tight his, pants. Tight, that's what yep, I called them. Yep, tight, tight pants. Oh, I love clothes. Dude's got a good heart. He just dropped the latest EP with his band called Flamingo Haze. But um, tight pants. Tight pants. <laughs> but you know, I remember he was the one because I went to church with him when I was little. He was the one who walked up on stage, and we were all like really confused. And and she was like, "Here you go, you can have it." And I remember him being just stupid confused, like, "What are you talking about? Like, I don't." I don't deserve what, what, what or are like what what why type thing. Right. And she used this as an example of if it's a free gift, all you had to do was just receive. Like if I give you a gift fuller, what do you have to do to? But it doesn't matter what's in the gift box. You just have to literally hold out your hand. Can you and just take open it, your wallet. Open it. I'll just. Well, it's out of <laughs> my pocket right now. So, um, I mean, if if you want to pay off my credit cards, that'd be cool. But so we. So uh, it's a free gift. <laughs> but but right. So that'd be a free gift for me. But yeah. Uh, but you know, I remember this illustration of this teacher up on stage beholding a bear, and then David went up and got it, and all of us were like, "What?" And she was like, "He gets the free gift. Why? Because all he did was received it. Mm. So all he had to do was he just had to receive it. That's a good illustration, right? But." What does the Bible say about that? Well, the Bible says in the Bibles, <laughs> Bibles. Uh, says in uh, Romans 10, 9 through 13, because if you confess with your mouth, where's your little camp signs? If you confess with your mouth. I don't have one for this. I don't, I don't have a camp verse jam that, for this. That Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew or Greek. That's us. We're Greeks. Right. Yep. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be 
saved. So it gives us right there how to receive the, the gift of grace. It's a free gift. We learned that from uh, Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. And how do we receive it? We confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. It's that easy. Whoa. Right. And so, then, but I feel like so many churches just stop there, like street evangelism and all these things. Like, oh, you've, you found Jesus. You got to say, cool, peace. Like, well, is the, there more so, to it? So, so. Like, honest question. We're, like, we're, maybe I don't get too far ahead of myself. You're not ahead of yourself because it was just answering the call of the kingdom. This wasn't plugging in afterwards, but they do need to be plugged in. And right. the b- best way to do that is we don't just help someone find Christ through Christ, help find someone find Christ. Right. We also need to help disciple. And if we can't ourselves disciple, then we should have at least somewhere that in that area that they can go to be discipled. Yeah, like at Northland, our little tagline, uh, the the university I went to was instead of it was instead of we made it short because marketing, but be one, make many, be a disciple, but make many disciples. But before you can make disciples, you got to be a disciple. Right. Eh. Eh. It's all right. That was our little tag. It's not as good as each one reach but, one. But, you know, each one reach one, that's, <laughs> that's I mean, Southside. it doesn't look as pretty because your that, boy branded that one. That was but, that was Southside before COVID. <laughs> well, and the entire Southern Baptist Convention. But, yeah. um, but you know, when I think of of discipleship and what the early church was, you know, like Acts 2.42 is one of my favorite ones. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, the breaking of bread, and the prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and signs were being performed through the apostles. Now, all believers were together. It mm-hmm. wasn't just a... Get safe. Hey, have a good life, buddy. Good luck. No, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to have all things in common together. Um, they sold their possession properties, distributed their proceeds to all as to any who had need. Each day devoted themselves to meeting together. And then the last one is um, every day the Lord added to their number. And it's kind of the idea of every, the whole time we picture that is community is the mm-hmm. fact of the, what is discipleship? Well, it's community. It's intentionality. And so many times we just, you know, I feel like so many times as Christians, Maybe this is me coming out of, of my background that it I is. came out of. So, <laughs> where it's the there's two different backgrounds. One is the fact of oh, you know, we're just just invite them to church. It's going to be okay, and that's it. Like that's that's evangelism. And evangelism evangelism is not bringing people to church. First of all, yes, the church is not for unsaved people. We do not reject unsaved people when they come to the church, but the church is for the uplifting and the gathering of the. Saints. Right, because we are the church. Not the And we talk about that in multiple episodes. But at the end of the day, though, like evangelism is not inviting people to church. Now, should you? Yeah, you should invite them, but you should also invite them to Jesus. Well, you should probably invite them to Jesus first before you invite them to church because why why are you inviting the wolf in amongst the sheep? See, I wouldn't say they're not wolves necessarily. They're they're dead men. They're dead. They are dead, but how do you know they're not wolves? I think there's a lot of people who are in the churches that are Christians that are wolves. Oh, I, the I totally agree with that. There's definitely tares growing up. But the up Bible the doesn't wheat. call them wolves. They call them goats. Well, there are wolves, though, amongst the sheep. The Bible does talk about the wolves among the sheep. It does talk about the wolves, but the people the, that are the wheat, looking for something. The, tares I don't growing think up, that the those, wheat and the tares growing up together. Right, but at the same time, I don't think we... I mean, yeah, still invite them into the fellowship to see what is it like. Okay, like you talk about Jesus, and hey, I would but love see to that goes to back sometime. to the the previous episode that we talked about the experiencing God. Right, that's not they can't experience God until they know God. Right, so bringing them to church is null and void. There's no reason to, because that's not what the church gathering is for. 
Right. The church gathering is for believers. But it's the assembly of the body. But, you know, at the same time, yeah, invite people to Jesus. But at the same time, if, if you're trying to evangelize, it's like, just, just come to church with me on Sunday. And you're already in the process of evangelism. Like, I, I, like the end goal shouldn't just be, hey, um, go to church but, on Sunday. Here, come to me on Sunday. But I still disagree. I disagree that inviting non-saved people to church is good for them. I don't think it's good for them. I think that's our job to do outside of the church. Right. It's our, our job. I think this one's we'll have to agree to disagree on this one. I think biblically. We've had a lot of them. I know, but I think biblically you cannot back it up. The gathering of, I mean, it, the church is the <clears throat> gathering of the saints. Yeah. Right. Where does it say to bring a sinner in? Biblically. I see where it says the the purpose of the church is the gathering of the saints, the uplift the uplifting of the saints, to edifying the saints. I see all this stuff about saints that save people. Right. But nowhere does it say, oh, and we bring unbelievers into the synagogue or to the church. It doesn't say that. Nowhere. Yeah, I don't know how that's it works something that way. that's something that man, the Western Christianity, has added over the years. Right. It's not original. But I do think it's an extra another tool to say, hey, like just and this is the thing though. I disagree with it, though, because it but, takes but I'm, away. I'm coming on your side, whereas the fact of the pastor's job is not to, like, like just, just come here, my pastor talk. Just come here and talk. Like, that's not the role of the pastor. Now, there's going to be unsafe people in in the crowd of people, but at the same time, I mean, no, I will agree with you, the fact of the church is the gathering of the saints, but I don't think if you're already in the process of, I don't think... Cold inviting the people to church is the best answer. Here's, here's why it's in the church. You want to know why it happens in the church today? Because people are scared to go out. And so churches modify what the church is supposed to be, and rather than building up and teaching and edifying through Scripture and really digging in deep to deep topics, we water it down because there might be unsaved people, and that's where it does damage to, to the church. But I think that's the difference between what's the pulpit and what's teaching and what's other it's forms teaching. of communication. It's teaching, you know? though, right? Right. right. When you're up on the pulpit, you're teaching. But the, yeah. Okay. So it's a form of teaching. Therefore, we should dig into the word of God, not water it down and give an altar call at the end for people that aren't saved because that's not what the purpose of the church is for. And I know we're going right. to disagree on this, but throughout but I will church, say early, a pastor early church, who doesn't give a call to follow Jesus isn't preaching. <clears throat> early church, where does it say that? To ha- have that happen in the church? That's, it, it's not in the church. It's We're called right, to go out, to right. go out into the world proclaiming the gospel, not bring them into our gathering. Right. And, and, I mean, this isn't necessarily the place for this conversation, but at the same time, if there's people in the congregation, and I'm just preaching, this is what it means, but that someone's sitting there like, cool, I don't know how to do that. I mean, you have to say, well, this is how you do it, because there's going to be kids there who don't need to understand the gospel. And then at the same time, the gospel isn't just for people who are unsaved. The gospel's for us every single day. Like, like the gospel, the good news of Jesus. Yes. Because if we, but if, but if we get, but if we shoot the gospel out, everything we need to remind of what it is. You don't shoot the gospel out, but there's a difference between giving a basic description of the gospel, right, to unbelievers who don't have the Holy Spirit to right. interpret and to help them understand it, and to the Christian believer that has the the Holy Spirit within them that is helping to lead them and guide right. them and to teach them in all things. And the other, so thing, biblically, it doesn't fit. Right. That's what I'm saying. Now, but what is, I just share in the gospel also teaching your people. There's a different. It's a different. It's a different. It's a different style of teaching, though. It's a different. The gospel is great. I'm going through the gospel right now with a friend of mine. Right. But we're digging deep into the gospel. Well, you're digging. We're going into, into translational texts. You're not, we're going you're not, into the you're not, the, just, you're the not culture of things. The gospel. You're reading a gospel, which is just a story of Jesus. The gospel is the good news of Jesus. It is the gospel. Right. Which one? The story of Jesus is the gospel. Right. Which gospel are you reading? Which, all of them. Yeah. Right. Which is the, the Bible. 
Well, yeah. Right. So, but for but, me... But what I'm not understanding is you're like, well, preaching the gospel. There's a difference between preaching the gospel and studying the gospel, learning the gospel. There's a huge difference there. Right. Well, I think what you're forgetting the culture we're living in, and we have to just step into the culture that we're in, rather than just, this is what it should be. Well, it's no, not. No. I think that there is a line that needs to be drawn, and weak churches can't draw the line. Okay. Because they're not doing what they are called to do, which is to go out and proclaim right. the gospel. So, so let's instead they would rather ha- bring people in and let one man do it and be like, "Well, I did my job for the week." Right, and I agree with that. I agree with that. And that's, that's wrong. Not, that's that is wrong. So let's get back into okay. So we are sharing our faith. Let's let's get back into <laughs> you this rabbit one. trailed. Us. I did rabbit trail. You went on the disciple but the, track. But the reason I was trying to say that is the fact of you know when we. Give the call because, yeah, we're called to go out. We're not called right. to bring people and let the pastor tell them. We're right. called to go out ourselves. But when we go out, a lot of times we just leave it there. And there's so many people who follow, like, you know, they who, who end up, they don't know what to do with their faith because so many people are just focused on winning them Jesus. Oh, cool, you're winning Jesus. Cool, peace. I'm going to go find the next person now versus actually, no, what does it mean to care for someone and bring someone in? You right. Know? Well, that's that building of relationship, which we talked about earlier, that that is important. It's an important aspect of right. it. Can it always happen? No. But should it try? Well, should we try to help it happen? Yeah. Yeah, we definitely should. But again, we get back to the Arminianist and Calvinist right. discussion of, well, if they're chosen and elect, Calvinist, then God's going to take them where they need to go, whether we help it along or not. And if you're Arminianist, then, well... I mean, right, but God that's still what uses us. And that's what I'm saying, though, the fact that so many people just stop at the sharing and get people saved. They don't want to take that next step. Yeah, no, and I, I agree. You know? I agree with you, and, and that they should. That's the relationship part of it. That's right. I mean, it's not, you don't bring a brother to Christ. You are the vessel which God uses to bring the brother to himself. Mm-hmm. And then you need to love that brother as Christ has loved you. And how do we do that? Well, we stand, we walk with them. It talks about we laugh together, we cry together. That's what we're called to do, live life together. So that's the aspect that now you have to jump into because right. now they are a brother. <clears throat> so, yeah. No, I agree. No, let's, let's, let's keep going, though, to finish out the verses. I don't think we, we finished <laughs> the last one. We haven't finished no, the last one yet. the last, last two. two. So one, uh, once you accept the free gift, um, their new, new creation, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So at this point, we're a new creation. We've accepted the free gift. We're a new creation or the person that, that you're witnessing to. Um, and now they are reconciled to God. Once we have accepted the gift and are made a new creation, we are reconciled to God. Second Corinthians 5, 18 and 19 says, All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Yep. That is, in Christ God... Uh, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. So that's uh, what's cool. This is what I think was really cool about this, right? Is so we have this whole process of we all have sinned. We can't uphold the law. So if you think you haven't sinned, well, guess what, bucko? <laughs> Too bad. Too bad. Uh, and we need to have... We, we need to be reconciled to God somehow, and Jesus was that sacrifice. Right. And grace is a gift. We, we can receive the free gift. All we have to do is All believe. All we have to do is believe. Once we Confess accept it, and believe. Or new creation, and then we, we become reconciled to God. And then what right. I think is cool is it flips. All of this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself. Right. 
and then gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Right. So it's all reproducing. Like that's yep. what I think is interesting with right. this whole idea. So, you know, we asked the question of how, how do we share Jesus with unbelievers? It's, it kind of seems to be, and this will be my final thought. And I'll let you give yours is we're supposed to do what we received. Right. If we were reconciled to God, isn't that what, what the call is? The call yep. of the kingdom is now to go back out as ambassadors, and we have the ministry of reconciliation. And we're, I, I, I like what you said, the vessels. Yeah. Because a vessel is like a boat. Right. Like, or the, the or like something that you hold something in. The correct. Vessel. Yeah. Yep. Like, we're just vessels. Like, right. we're, like, or, or, uh, like we're, we're just the we're vessels God uses. Yeah. Right. We're, we're the vessels God uses. Right. And we get the benefit in the, in the, the beauty to get a front row seat into people coming to Jesus. Right. We don't win anybody to Jesus, but Not it's, it's kind of cool where it's so many, I feel like this is where a lot of Christians get lax. And I know we agree with this big time is the fact of once we get saved. Cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's worst it. thing. That's and the that's worst. It. But thing. we're called to be a disciple and, and go back out. Right. You know? Yeah, definitely. That's, that's my final thought, dude. Well, my final Ooh, thought we is... We went from good to stressed to conversation. I don't know why you get so stressed. I've just, I always It's because I get passionate, and I, I apologize. I get too passionate about stuff. It's but, all out of love. But here's it's the not deal, though. Like, Pastor Scott said this in a sermon a couple weeks ago, where he goes, so many Christians, we are scared to have conversations because we don't want to disagree with anybody. Right. But we disagree, but still love each other. All the Christians. time. <laughs> all the oh, time. man. Well, my final hey, thought is I that... I up straight on the same height as you on camera. Eh, kind of, yeah. Well, like it's this. kind of like down, but okay. Uh, my final thought isn't my final thought. It's John Piper's thought. Ooh. So I'm just going to throw boy. it. You know, you know we like our the John. The boy. It says, uh, have you ever wondered what it feels like to have a love for the lost? This is a term we use as part of our Christian jargon. Christianese. We say Christianese. Christianese is what yeah. we say here, yeah. Many believers search their hearts in condemnation, looking for the arrival of some feeling of beloved, uh, benevolence that will propel them into bold evangelism. It will never happen. That feeling. That's what he's talking about here. That Going back feeling. to that feeling, the emotion. Feeling, yeah. Uh, it is impossible to love the quote-unquote the lost. You can't feel deeply for an abstraction or a concept. You would find it impossible to love deeply an unfamiliar individual portrayed in a photograph, let alone a nation or a race or something as vague as quote-unquote all lost people. Don't wait for a feeling or love in order to share Christ with a stranger. You already love your heavenly father, and you know that this stranger is created by him, but separated from him. So take those first steps in evangelism because you love God. It is not primarily out of compassion for humanity that we share our faith or pray for the lost. It is, first of all, love for God. Dang. John Piper again. Dang. For the win. And here's the thing, too, is this dude is as Calvinist, sovereignty of God, chosen the elect as it gets. Oh, yeah. But what does he say? He says that you're called to go, well, and not just all lost people, but, you know. Because when it comes to predestination, I'm a Calvinist, too. Right. Me, too. Um, But that doesn't but here's, change the call. Here's the thing that with the call. We don't, like... Uh, whether you agree or disagree with predestination. We can talk about it. We can talk about it later. But in, in the view of predestination, I believe that I do not know who is the called or elect. Therefore, I'm to proclaim the message to all people. Right. Because it's not for me to know. It's only for God to know. And God elected the church, but how do we how do we know who's in the church? Whoever confesses with their mouth and believes in the heart of right. the Lord Jesus. Exactly. It's an awkward... 
two sides of the same coin. But if you want to know more about predestination, read Romans 9. <laughs> That's going to Which someone actually commented on our stuff about a, a topic we should cover was Romans 9, yeah. Israel and Church. And I'm like, oh, buddy. Woo! Someone That's, wants us to get deep. I mean, there might be some, uh, <laughs> some passion flying. <laughs> That's all right. Oh, goodness. We do this for you. Yep. This is this is not our only ministry, but it is a a great joy and love ministry that we have. And the thing that I think what's cool about the podcast is, you know, people join on these conversations. These are things you and I want to talk. I mean, when when I feel like when we get heated on our own conversations, people get a like. I'm like, y'all just get the popcorn because it's yeah. about to go. Just down. just sit back. It's going. Down. And Mark knows me that this is when it's a topic and we disagree. It's not that I'm being angry or trying to shove my point down his throat or <clears throat> down anybody's throat. But it's like, this is the truth that I see. And it's like, I want you to do the truth that you see. And let's let's go to the truth in the scriptures and find out what the truth is. Because I want to know truth. And we've come out better because of it. We've Every walked time. away and went, oh, I kind of changed my thought on that one a little bit. Or, oh, yeah. man, my, my, my theology was How many times? Especially a, a lot of our podcasts were like, all right. We start one way right, and we end you know, somewhere else. I kind of I see what you were saying there. Yep, like, like the playground theory. Like enneagrams. Oh, uh, three wing two, baby. Whoop, whoop. Hey, the more I studied the, the playground theory, the more I'm against it now. <laughs> I love the playground theory. Yeah, I'm against it. Uh, if, if anyone wants to know, that's finding God's will for your life. Again, can't be predestination. I will and, and drop that in the show. <laughs> so far, we have mentioned, uh, well, actually, oh, we technically have mentioned like seven episodes, yeah. but there's only going to be four that are in the show. And it's how to study the Bible, the one sin God can't forgive, undeserved grace, and then God's will. I'm just going to include I'm, those I'm in the show. I'm done with notes. that. But you know what, bro? I think it's time we we end the conversation. I think so. Let's land this plane. Time for fun facts with February. <laughs> it's so stinking cute. Oh man, kids make everything better, man. If you guys don't listen just for that laugh, I, I don't even know. I why don't know you what listen. else can ease any anything. Like uh, you could be having a bad day and just listen to that. And just like, listen to okay. that. And be like, okay, we that's good. pretty cute. We good. It's cute. But bro, so I know we got the fun fact, but I'm closing my iPad because I haven't seen it yet. Oh, but I need to make sure my notes saved. All right, bro. What's the fun fact? I feel like this is got? something you would have done. What is that supposed I, I to be? I feel like it. Maybe not. Maybe I, I don't know how to take this yet. How do you like your teeth? Do you take care of your teeth really well? I mean, I don't floss, but yeah. Oh, okay. I brush twice a day. So a 12-year-old French boy once faked his kidnapping to get out of going to the dentist. <laughs> I actually love the dentist. I won't lie. I love after, my dentist. After being found in a village 100 miles from his home. Shut up. The what? Yo- the young boy lied to the police and said he'd been kidnapped. <laughs> Even going so far as to describe his kidnapper's distinctive cheek scar. After the police searched for a month and re-questioned the boy, he confessed to faking it to get out of the dentist appointment. Shut up. Come on. Like, that's commitment right there. Wait, so he was so, so dang scared about going to the dentist that he's like, I'm going to get kidnapped. A hundred I mean, miles away. That's Chicago. Yeah. Like that's someone, that's a kid living in South Bend being like, that's I'm just going to run to Chicago. That's Elliot. Or Fort Wayne. Yeah. Saying, hey, I'm going to Chicago. To fake then, a kidnap. And then I'm going to be like, oh, the, the guy had a had a scar on his cheek. It was huge. It was huge, y'all. It was it, huge. It was like the China Wall, okay? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what if that quote can be relevant. I don't know. This logic, yeah. But either way, 
Be cool, kids. Stay in school and don't fake your kidnapping. Just go to the dang dentist. <laughs> Just go to the. It's not going to hurt as bad Be, as you I, think. I thought you were going to say he ripped out his own teeth. The fake, like, did not have to go to the dentist. Like, I don't go to the dentist anymore because I don't have teeth anymore. But I'm like, that's it's a little messed up. That's a little strange. But, but yeah, faking a kidnapping. <laughs> the the fact nuts. that he went that he went a hundred miles away from his home is just astonishing. Dude, I gotta me. admit, this is probably my favorite part of every episode. It's fun facts with Fuller. It it's become a beautiful tradition. It it ha- and it's all thanks to you. Episode one. Oh, not to like, throw another episode out there. Fun fact with Fuller. You're like, uh, okay. you're like, you're like, oh, what's a what's a fun sentence? And I'm like, okay, well, you know, here's my thought. And you're like, no, 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 a fun fact. And I'm like. Oh, uh, you always got him. I will say, bicycle face is still my favorite fun fact. Yeah, I did make that little emblem for you that I was going to put on a T-shirt, but I decided bicycle not face to. is still my absolute favorite fun fact with Fuller. <laughs> and then lobsters peeing on each other to talk. I think that's, that's just hilarious. That's, I'm yeah. such a junior high boy. You are. I am. That's all right though. But we either way, guys, you. we love you guys out there at Podcast Land. Like always, hit the website up, realtalkchristianpodcast.com. Email realtalkchristianpodcast at gmail.com. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, real podcast or real Christian. Wow. Real Talk, Talk Christian, Christian Podcast. Podcast. If you can't tell, just go to Real Talk Christian Podcast, anything. Just Google it and you will find, you will find us. us. Oh, and don't forget, first three callers. Oh, that's gators. right. First three callers who go to the website, find the number, give us a call. Leave a message. Leave a voice, not a text message. Not a text a message. Voice a voice message. message. You have six, One week. Day, six days. Six days because they have to like so... That has Wednesday, to be before. Yeah, Wednesday. Eleven fifty nine. Right. Is the cutoff. Is the cutoff. Anything after that? And sorry. how hard is it to leave a thirty second voicemail for a legit free gator? For for a basically a twenty two dollar free gator. That's like stinking legit. I mean, yeah. But anyway, I love you, Fuller. Love you too, buddy. I love you, podcast listeners. Love but you until that. next time, take it easy.